Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nearing half a million COVID deaths. A terribly historic milestone. New evidence about virus shots. That first COVID vaccination dramatically reduces your risk of hospitalization. Some United planes grounded. The FAA is ordering immediate inspections of this engine. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the United States is poised to reach half a million COVID deaths since the pandemic began. It should happen sometime today. 300,000 people died in the first 10 months, 200,000 since mid-December. President Biden plans to mark the milestone with a moment of silence and remarks at sunset at a White House candlelighting ceremony. In Southern California, where the virus has hit hard, CBS's David Begno spoke to one man who's been busy helping families shaken by death. Meet Ken McKenzie. We actually have to give a reservation code to a family just so that they could be seen. When people call him, he says they usually want to interview him to decide if they want to use his services. But now... The first question is, are you taking cases? The panic in their voice is just so sad. McKenzie runs his own funeral home here in Long Beach, California. He is busier now than at any other point in the pandemic. A year ago, people were complaining about not finding toilet paper. This time of year, we're concerned because we're running out of granite for headstones. Among the nearly 500,000 people who have died with COVID-19, three members of the Wrangell family, who McKenzie cremated. In a span of 16 days, all three of them passed due to COVID. Luis, Jerry, and Alma Wrangell. My sister was alone. We had to watch her on an iPad take her last breath. I had to ask a doctor that I didn't know to hold her hand for me. It was the Wrangell family walking into his funeral home with back-to-back deaths that just broke him. I have never broke down. I'm supposed to be the professional, and it was yet another death with the same family. And I sat there and cried with them. And Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CNN, even with the hope vaccines have brought, it's likely we'll still need to wear masks in public into next year. I want to see it go way down. When it goes way down and the overwhelming majority of the people in the population are vaccinated, then I would feel comfortable in saying, you know, we need to pull back on the masks. I'm Vicki Parker in London, where researchers say a study of more than a million people in Scotland has found that four weeks after the initial injection, the AstraZeneca vaccine reduced the risk of being hospitalized with COVID-19 by 94 percent, the Pfizer vaccine by up to 85 percent. The findings come as Prime Minister Boris Johnson's preparing to announce his roadmap out of lockdown in England. Boeing says all of its 777 jets equipped with the same kind of engine that blew apart on a United flight just after takeoff from Denver on Saturday will be grounded. 
That plane landed safely. CBS's Peter Greenberg says new inspections have been ordered by federal authorities. There are about 2,500 of these Pratt & Whitney model PW4000 engines currently in service around the world. They're on the 24 United Airlines planes the airline just grounded. United is the only U.S. carrier operating this engine model. A Dutch cargo plane with a smaller version of that type of engine also encountered trouble on Saturday, with parts of one engine coming off after apparently catching fire just after takeoff. Well, the lack of safe drinking water and soaring electric bills are the big problems for millions of Texans after last week's storms, frigid temperatures, and system failures. Power is back on and temperatures are getting back to normal. CBS's Janet Chamlian says many families face big insurance claims and are on the financial edge. I thought, oh, God, not again. I can't do this again. Tabitha Charlton was playing cards with her twin daughters last week when she heard a pipe burst. My ceiling just caved in in their bedroom. I don't know what to do. There was just water shooting out of the ceiling. Now the song and dance with her insurance company, a process she's all too familiar with. Charlton's home also flooded during 2017's Hurricane Harvey. Those claims settled just 12 days ago. When this happened, I walked out my front door and I fell to my knees and I sobbed. I can deal with the damage. That could be fixed. But another three and a half year battle with the insurance company, I don't have it in me. The price tag for this storm could surpass Harvey's $19 billion in insurance losses. The Texas Department of Insurance suggests filing your claims as soon as possible, taking photos of damage and waiting to make permanent repairs until speaking with the insurance company. Otherwise, they may not pay. As for Charlton, she says she agreed to receive less than half of the more than $300,000 she spent in Harvey repairs. And she still hasn't received a check. I was so close. And now it's all over again. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nirenberg says there needs to be a state investigation into how things went so wrong. This was a total failure by the state's energy management. They need to be held accountable. And in doing so, certainly not put the cost of this crisis on the backs of Texans. The confirmation hearing for President Biden's choice to be Attorney General, Federal Judge Merrick Garland, opens today in the Senate. In his opening statement, Garland will tell the Senate Judiciary Committee he will ensure the laws of our country are fairly and faithfully enforced. He will also pledge to prosecute those who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. The hearing will stretch out over two days with a vote on Garland's nomination expected next month. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Washington. The head of the United Nations Nuclear Watchdog Agency says Iran will offer its inspectors less access but will still allow monitoring of its atomic program. And Tehran insists there's been no direct dialogue with the U.S. about Americans detained in Iran, as a U.S. official suggested, and any communication has taken place through the Swiss embassy. And in Southeast Asia, large protests in Myanmar. The country's ruling military leaders have warned they will use lethal force against those who have joined a general strike sparked by the takeover by generals three weeks ago. Many factories and shops were shut down today. In New York City, two Central Park ice rinks that were set to close after yesterday will now stay open through the end of the season. The Trump Organization operates them, and the city said it intended to terminate business contracts with it after the Capitol attack last month. 
The pandemic has posed new challenges for Airbnb operators, and there's new friction some have with the home office. Many Airbnb hosts are looking for alternative options after dealing with pricey pandemic policies. According to the New York Times, hundreds of rental operators with more than 10,000 listings are pursuing legal action, while others are trying to book guests directly. Hosts claim a change in the San Francisco company's cancellation policy has cost them thousands in refunds. Airbnb says it's working to reduce tensions. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. In TV ads, Deion Sanders is known for his big, bright smile. But he wasn't smiling after his first college football head coaching win, even though his Jackson State team won 53 to nothing. While the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in my locker room, in the coach's office. Credit cards, wallets, watches. Police in Mississippi are looking into the theft. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.